Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Spilled Tea. I'm your host tonight, Emmy, and with me, I have my not legally yet, but future husband on the phone. So excited right now. Great way to start the new year. My Canadian husband, not to be confused with my American husband, um, Clayton Chitty. Say hello, my love. Hello, how are you? Good. I cannot believe you are on the phone with me right now. I'm, like, freaking out. I'm so happy. So when it comes down to one of my green card processes, am I going to have to fight your American husband for, for you know, to to be number one, or how is that going to work? Wow. See, this is why I like him. He just, he totally gets that I love jealous men. He gets it. No one else gets it. Uh, my American there husband is actually, he's actually married to his American wife, and they have four daughters. His name is Matt Damon, so you don't need to fight oh, him. Oh, there you go. I, yeah. I, I'm pretty no. sure if I had to fight Matt Damon, I've, I've seen him in The Bourne Supremacy and a few other movies. I'm pretty sure I'd get my, mm-hmm. my butt kicked pretty quick, so. But you'd still fight him. That's the point. Like, ah, uh, one my heart. you got to fight for those you love. Aw, look at that. Um, how are you, my dear? It's It's been forever since we first started talking till now. I think, what, it's been a year? When did you do her, her infidelity on Lifetime? Well, I would have shot her infidelity uh, not last August, but the August of four, I believe. And then, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it aired uh, last January. Yeah, so it's been about a year. Oh, my God, it's so funny. And, of course, when I saw it, I'm one of these people, and everybody knows, I'm one of these people, when I watch a movie, I do watch it, but then I see everybody else in the background and whatnot. Um, Clayton was actually one of the leads. He played Rachel Hunter's um, side piece. And I think it was a totally unrealistic movie because... If this man right here was knocking at my door, I don't care if I'm married or not. Get out. Come in, you know? Like, move right in. Kid can go if he wants to. No, I'm just kidding. Ship out the entire family for that one creepy teacher that shows up on your doorstep. Okay, he was not creepy. He was misunderstood, all right? Let's just get that straight. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with you. With some audience people will probably think he's a little he's a little creepy. They they didn't want me on set. All the makeup artists and stuff were getting mad at me when I would make my Grayson face because they said it was too scary. So I kept doing it to bug them, and they were getting freaked out. But it was a lot of fun to play that that role. It was fun to play with hey hang out with Rachel, and she was fun to to act with. Where did you get the inspiration from your character? Uh, I didn't really do too much groundwork on the character to be honest with you I, I tap into sort of a dark side into myself quite easily and for me it's they're, they're fun, the funnest characters to play um, because yeah everybody has a little bit of a dark side but for the most part I'm a pretty light easy mm-hmm. person but 
when you bring out that sort of dark, creepy killer from inside of yourself, you get more organic uh, performances rather than having to do a lot of groundwork for it. But I mean, you could always watch a bunch of different horror movies and all that kind of stuff and take away what you want from it. But I didn't, like I said, I didn't really build the character or get too messed with it. I just had a lot of fun and sort of just went dark and a little crazy. <laughs> now people say that um, love scenes, I've heard two things with love scenes. One, I've heard sometimes the guys get excited and they're like, oh, sorry, dude. And then other times they're like, it's so technical and impersonal. I can't even, like, get into it, really. It's not as glamorous as it seems. What was your experience like? Yeah, it's really not. So I've shot four or five of them now. And uh, I was working with a girl, a friend of mine, on a music video up here in Canada about uh, three weeks ago. And we had a very intimate scene. We are in, in bed, very close. Uh, just she was Excuse in her underwear. Excuse me, who is this girl? Who is this girl? <laughs> no, hold on. This is professional. You can, uh, you can mm-hmm. be okay with jealousy, but you can't start fighting girls for me. Not, not, not when it's work. <sighs> Whatever. But anyways, it, it's, very, it's very technical. It's very, uh, you basically, when you have professionals working on set, nobody really gets to the sexual aspect of it. Sometimes after, mm-hmm. people tend to, get together or, you know, co-stars build relationships with one another when they have those moments. But I've never, as you say, gotten excited or any, at any point in time, it's just been very, very professional. What makes, what makes them get together? I mean, this is fake. This is not real life. So what makes them think that, Oh, okay. Well, the characters we play, even though I'm physically attracted to you, the characters we play could translate off screen. What, what goes through people's minds when they do that kind of thing? I think that if you're just, honestly, if you're spending that much time with a co-star and you have those intimate scenes, your body, when you're acting, your body is, is just living reality for you. You might be pretending, but in certain situations, when you put your body through stress and trauma in one of those scenarios, you're really tricking your body into feeling those exact emotions. So if you're on set with somebody every day and you're building that chemistry and if you guys vibe and then maybe just it's like meeting somebody that you get to spend a lot of time with. And, yes, it will transfer off screen uh, if there's chemistry naturally between the two of you. And then some co-stars, I think in The Notebook, Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling just did not like each other whatsoever. So those scenes are very intimate in in that movie. Um, But, I mean, a lot of people, I've had crushes on co-stars where you you meet them and you work with them and you, you kind of build that that relationship and there's chemistry because there is that point in time and sometimes it may transfer it off screen and sometimes it's just on the day and then you just walk away from that and that's it. But I think that it's, just, it's natural. If you build chemistry with somebody, especially in a close environment or uh, in an intimate setting, then you might just feel that extra heartbeat or whatever. And then you try and make a relationship work with them. But dating actors and is not, it's, it's tough because you know, you're both filled with a lot of emotions and you're both, sitting there sometimes waiting by the phone and it can be very stressful. So I personally don't date a lot of actors. That's the answer you should be saying. Um, <laughs> or anyone other than you. I was waiting that. for it. I'm like, he better not go. say that he dated one of his co-stars. I was just waiting for it. I was testing you and you knew that. Um, I passed the test. You passed the test. So let's go all the way back to Clayton as little boy. Um, yeah. I know from Insta, you grew up with a single mom, and she's your yeah. hero, which is awesome. Yeah. I grew up with a single mom, too. Um, 
siblings at all? Uh, I'm an only child from my mom's side, and then my my dad has two uh, two kids, a brother. I have a brother and my sister from my dad's side, so same father, different moms. And then, uh, okay. other than that, no biological other. But I grew up with a, a big brother from the Big Brothers Association. So him and I, I became Aww. a little brother when I was eight years old. And uh, yeah, and he's one of my best friends still. I was with him on the weekend. We've been friends for 22 years now, and he's still very. Uh, inspirational and, and just an awesome guy to be around, and it was great having him growing up. So, um, yeah, I was you know, so I have him as my brother too, and I got, and then I got a couple of my best guy friends who uh, are mm-hmm. born on the same day but a year apart, and a couple other guys that are just wow. very solid. I call them my brothers, and they're just solid friends of mine that I've grown up with since I was six years old. So, really good surroundings mm-hmm. in that sense. But yeah, no, no biological siblings raised with me. It was just me and my mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. I think I love you a little bit more now. You were a little brother. That is so amazing. You hear the stories about the big brothers and the big sisters, but you never hear the stories about the little siblings, you know? And, oh, you're yeah. so awesome. The funny, the funny thing was, is I, I grew up to be taller than him, so now I'm like the little big brother because <laughs> I'm a fair bit taller than he is. But him and I had a lot, a lot of fun times together, and uh, it was mm-hmm. it was great having him around. I I owe I go I owe a lot to him too for being around for my my childhood and through that stuff too. Because um, the gentleman who who helped raise me with my mom sort of on and off. He's a, my mom's best friend since they were fifteen. He passed away when I was eighteen. He was like my dad too. So um, that was a hard loss, but he's always been around, which is nice. That's okay. I'm Most sorry to hear that. Man. Yeah. Um. So. What got you into acting, as a, and when did it start for you? Well, I mean, it kind of goes back to my love of movies. My mom would always take me to the movies. We, you know, seeing like at Christmas time, we'd be like Home Alone and everything else. And I always loved going to the movie theaters. Um, and I think it's sort of in, in my blood. It was never my mom, but my grandma was a performer, and she was really mm-hmm. influential in my life too. So my grandma was a singer and a dancer, and she would entertain at uh, at different places she had a thing called the music maker so her and her friends would, would dress up and do clown outfits and all that kind of stuff so i always kind of had that uh-huh. that artistic performance vibe around me you know never really my uh-huh. mom um in uh-huh. that sense but and then in in high school i was in choir when i was younger so I was singing and performing and then in high school um never never took drama or anything like that i always thought about it but um just ended up, you know, taking different stuff like uh, mechanics and, and a few different things. But me and my friends would kind of, uh, you know, do our own stunt videos, you know, when I think it was Jackass uh-huh. came out. So we'd be making our own videos and kind of, you know, jumping in bushes and being silly. And I'd, if between that and mountain biking, I would edit my, edit my own videos. And I thought it was always really fun to be in front of the camera and play around with the camera. So uh, fast forward to 21, a friend of ours basically uh, has a friend who is an agent. And she's like, hey, you know, like, you're a really friendly guy and you got to look to you. Do you want to maybe try going out for commercials? And at the time I was like, Oh, that sounds kind of fun. Um, so I went and met with the agency and you know, they really liked me. So they sent me out to my first audition, which was the most nerve wracking thing I've probably ever experienced in my life. Um, uh-huh. I think I've went out to one audition before that when I, when I was just through a mutual friend back in high school, but um, very, very nerve wracking. I think I got all my lines wrong and mumbled my way through it. But for some reason, Maybe it was a bit of the personal feel of defeat that just kind of kept me going back after it. 
And then I met my acting coach, Andrew McElroy, who is one of Canada's most renowned uh, acting coaches and became friends with him. And, and he kind of, you know, started influencing me to take acting a little more seriously and to try it out. And I fell in love with it. And since then, I've just kind of been pursuing it. So I'm probably about 25, I think I really started pushing hard at it. So about five years, I've really been, been trying and working at it. That's awesome. And your mother obviously is encouraging. She wasn't in the beginning, and then not in any bad way. Mm-hmm. She's been in, my mom's a very supportive person. She sacrificed a lot to always give me, to, to, to let me play sports and everything like that, and whatever else I wanted yeah. to do. She was always very supportive. But I mentioned acting, and she's like, well, you know, I know I got some patients down in L.A. My mom's worked at a dentist's office for about 40 years now, so she knows a lot of people. And uh, she has some patients that are actors down in L.A. And she's like, you know, it's a really tough business. And I just maybe you should get into, you know, something more like trades or something more reliable. And I was like, well, I've always had this kind of feeling in my stomach that I always wanted to do something different. I never really knew exactly what, but I never wanted to kind of fall into the nine to five category or anything. And right. I guess that's sort of what leads me in, in that passion direction, too. I mean, you just kind of got to follow your dreams and so she was not in the beginning, but now my mom's ecstatic. She's yelled in restaurants when my face pops up on TV and in the commercials and embarrassed me sometimes. <laughs> but she's she's really good support and she's helping me out with the the global degree thing, talking to all our patients and uh, coworkers and stuff. So. And yes, tell us um, about the global degree. Well, first off, what is the um, website address? Uh, so as far as I know, it's www.globaldegree.tv. And then so from there, you okay. can check out. They have uh, webisodes, I believe, on YouTube. Uh, they're from anywhere from 7 to 11 minutes. And uh, started out as two local guys from Vancouver who actually went to high school with a couple of friends of mine. Um, and they started traveling and making, you know, documenting their, their travels, I believe, and, and filming that and, and making a TV show out of it. They're producing um, the TV show on online. And, Basically, they're encouraging people to go earn their global degree, so to visit the world to earn that that global degree. And they have a contest. Uh, they had a contest last year. My friend Natalia Anya, she won it. She's a beautiful photographer. Um, I've known her for probably eight or nine years now, and she won it last year. And she just said it was the most amazing journey of a life. Um, and I ran into her at a, I think it was a few mutual friends, and she encouraged me to make a video. And I didn't even know about the contest until I looked at it. And then I decided to, uh, yeah, I thought I might as well try it out and put myself out there and, and go from there and, and make a video. So mm-hmm. hoping hoping that, that that passes along and, and people can have a chance to vote or at least watch the video and have some fun and get a little bit of a sense of who I am too. I think it would be a great experience. And what happens is you basically travel to Europe for eight months with these these three people, these amazing people, and um, – get to experience every single country in Europe and do different things. And if you look at their YouTube channels, they've already gone to Asia and I believe South America. And there's just some awesome, really awesome um, footage that they have. And the two guys are awesome to watch. And of course, Natalia is great in front of the camera. So Mm -hmm. it's a good program. And if you want to vote for Clayton, just go to globaldegree.tv. Go over to vote for contestants. Hit continue at the bottom and then search for Clayton James. So um, definitely want to get that out there. And unfortunately, he would have to be in Europe where he could be, you know, cheat on me or whatever. But 
I do want him to do this because it's something that he wants. He might stay faithful. I'm thinking he might stay faithful. But um, got to take the chance because I know it's what he wants. So. Well, I appreciate the support. You've always been very supportive, and I've always appreciated that. Always. I'll definitely try and, try and keep my faith for sure. You better. So. I'm sorry. I, I, how, I did better. I better. How he and I met was um, I saw his TV movie, Her Infidelity, stalked him on uh, Twitter, which he, like, rarely goes to. And, I don't um, know how to tweet. <laughs> yeah. I think I made him my man crush, mo- Monday man crush, and he responded, and I got like, oh, my God, I can't believe he responded. And um, wasn't I one of your first ever Monday man crushes? I think you probably were the first one for sure. Yeah, and I was honestly, the first I, one to do it. Go ahead. Is, some of this, some of that stuff in the social media, and even being mentioned by yourself, and even this this interview is all kind of surreal to me. Sometimes, you know, I never thought in my life a long time ago I'd be able to have the ability to and, and the blessings to talk to somebody in a different part of the the U.S. and have a fun conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's always kind of cool. I've always really followed your journey and, and been very very um, inspired by your journey as well. So that's sort of I think where where you and I. Definitely Twitter for sure, Man Crush Monday, and then it definitely evolved into a great friendship. So, yeah, and then we Sorry, took it to his relationship now. relationship now. See, I love how you corrected yourself, and um, <laughs> and then we took it to Instagram where he's much more active, and Clayton yeah. is actually one of a couple of people that I first told about my transition. It was um, first my you know close friends really close friends that are like family. Um, I actually told Clayton before my family, which is kind of funny, your, yourself and Jeffrey, actually, um, who's going to yeah. be in our wedding. So. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Jeff. Isn't he sweet? Have he's you talked to Jeffrey? I have not yet. We talk on Twitter a little bit. Okay. Okay. So I'm mentioning Jeffrey Todd, who everybody knows that I love him. He's one of my favorite people, um, next to my Canadian husband, obviously. But um, shout out to Jeffrey Todd. Um, shout out to Jeffrey Todd. At the Jeffrey Todd on Twitter and Insta. It's his mom's birthday today, so I wanted to give a shout out to Diane. Um, Happy birthday, Diane. <laughs> but yeah, so. He, Clayton and I just kind of like totally clicked, which I never in a million years, when I first made him my Monday man crush, I never in a million years thought that I'd be talking to him on the phone like this or some of the conversations <laughs> we've had privately. Never, never. Yeah, good, but, um, good conversation. But it just goes to show you I'm better than Rachel Hunter because um, I'm around. I'm still here and, you know, she's gone. So. <laughs> I still like to talk to Rachel. Awesome. What? I'll send her. I'll send her a, a Merry Christmas. But yeah, no, she's she's an amazing, amazing woman. I love watching her. Mm-hmm. If you follow her. On, on, hey, if you follow her on her Instagram, she's uh, doing a very inspiring thing for women uh, in regards to beauty. I, I, I'm sorry, I can't remember the exact uh, exact title of it. But she follow her on Instagram. You should too. She, it's it's very neat. Yeah, I think I'm good. So or not, um... or not. Or not. <laughs> Sorry, I'm jealous. You know I'm jealous. I don't... Ugh, whatever. Oh, yeah. Rachel Hunter. What does she have that I don't? Never mind. Don't answer that. 
Um, <laughs> so what exactly is my Clayton? Well, first of all, can we talk about the fact that every time I mention your name to somebody, because your, your picture of that blue shirt, you in the blue shirt, that's been my background for my phone when I had my old phone, my iPhone, and it's my background for my new phone. So when people see it, they're like, who is that? And I'm like, oh, that's this actor who's basically my Canadian husband. His name is Clayton Chitty. They're like, Chitty, Chitty, Bang, Bang. I'm like, yeah, that's original. Yeah. Like, he's never heard of that yeah. one. Um, no, I, that's all of me my whole life. So. And I, I don't mind it. I love that movie. Random question. Are you related in any way? To any of the movie? Or to the car? <laughs> Either or. No, just kidding. Um, I actually think the car is, the car is biologically uh, a part of my, my family ancestry. No, I, I'm not related to anybody in the film at all. I don't even know. I think it's just the sound that they came up with. I don't even know where, where Chitty really stems from. As far as I know, it's, the background is shit, like a receipt. Um, but then I've also been, this is in England, and then I've also been told that there's um, some, I believe, some other cultures with the last name Chitty as well. I'm not sure exactly which one, but it's definitely worldwide. There's not too many Chitties up here in Vancouver. There's another uh, family of, of the Chitties uh, that live not too far away from us, but we're not related. But it's a very, you know, not a common last name at all. I don't know. Whenever I hear Chitty, I think of two things. One, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and two, it's a soul food called Chitlins. I don't know if you've ever heard of Chitlins. No, I haven't. They are the most delicious thing you've ever eaten until you find out what they are. So I don't know if I want to ruin it for you don't, or what, don't, but... Don't, don't ruin it for me, and then I'll eat them, and then okay. I'll find out, and then I can ruin it. Okay, me. okay. So go to some... The delicious part first. Go to some um, place that serves delicious soul food and be like, can I have some chitlins? They'll probably look at you funny, but then they'll eat it, and they'll be like, <laughs> white boy eating chitlins. Oh, this should be fun. Um... Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even Just know if sure that... they had soul food, soul food before. Uh, like I, all I right. Need experience. I need experience. Okay, now you're just totally flirting with me on air, and I just don't know how to handle it right now. I feel like you're asking <laughs> to come home with me for Thanksgiving. That's what I feel like you just asked me, and my answer is yes. <laughs> So, um, I'm just kidding. Just, just, yes, just, yes. <laughs> yes, I don't even have to think about it. Um, what are your, what are your projects that you are working on? Like, well, first off, most actors, working actors who haven't, like, become Zac Efron or whatnot, they wait tables. So what do you do for a day job? Side note, I've hung out with Zac Efron and that guy's an awesome guy. Um, but I oh, for my secondary job. Oh, excuse me. I'm just saying. Okay. You started it. Uh, my secondary job is I run a I run a a company that does uh, movie set construction. So we do stuff for for movie sets, and we make rock caves and a few other things. Nice. Yeah. And balance out the book. What is you what? I'm just saying, you got, you got to balance out the books. As an actor, yeah, you, you can't. You always have to have secondary income, and it's always important as in life to try and have, you know, secondary income. Like Warren Buffett says, you can't on. just rely on one mm-hmm. income. Yeah. 
So what are you working on currently? As far are you filming anything? Uh, are you modeling? Back to auditioning. Uh, I'm not modeling right now. I'm looking to sign up with a new agency and then uh, for, for modeling and staying with my acting agency. Um, and then uh, I, I got a lecture woman and Dinah girl coming out, I believe in the end of February, March, which is a legendary pictures uh, with two of the big YouTube sensations, which would be uh, Grace Helbig and Hannah Hart. Uh, they're the leads of it. Okay. And then I'm playing a superhero in, in that. So that's coming out in a month and a bit. Um, which should be pretty fun little project. It was a very fun project to work on. And then uh, I'm the face of Gibson's Whiskey, which is a Canadian brand of whiskey up up in Canada here. And uh, I'm their face. And so we're going to hopefully do some more work this year um, to release some more commercials. And other than that, who knows? Just been auditioning. had an audition this morning for a short film uh, through a project called Crazy Eights. And then tomorrow I have a voiceover audition and then, yeah, you just never know. I guess it kind of comes from day to day. So, Is there any reason why you haven't moved to L.A. or New York yet? Uh, processing my green card through my father, uh, my paternal, mm-hmm. my, my, he's paternal, and so it's mm-hmm. a long wait period. So it takes about seven years. And uh, with oh the Canadian God. dollar climbing the way it has, uh, you know, Vancouver is becoming very, very busy. So I'm looking it forward is, to this yeah. year. Uh, it, if global doesn't, if you know, if global degree doesn't happen, I'll be just as happy to, not as happy, but I'll be happy to stay in Vancouver because you know, there's going to be a lot of work coming down down the pipeline. So, um, yeah, you know, just just enjoying life. Other than that, staying happy. Are you more um, apt to stay in Vancouver, or do you actually want to move to say, I don't know, Boston? Maybe I don't know. I'm just th- I'm just, just throwing just, it out there. Just, just throwing Boston. Out there. Just throwing Boston. Just out throwing there. Boston out there because um, it's like, <laughs> I've never been to Boston. So at some point in time, I would like to go. A friend of mine's down in Boston right now. Um, at oh our yeah. Show. He's my hairdresser. Good friend of mine. And then uh, yeah, Damn, I mean I, I I've me. always had had the plan. Well, no, you as well. I said he's down there right now. I know you live there, but I'm just saying that oh. my friend is down there for for a work trip. And. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I would love to move to Los Angeles at some point in time, um, or New York. Primarily, I like LA just because of the weather, and I got some, I got a lot of friends down there. Um, but you know, I'm just, I'm kind of just riding everything as it goes and seeing where the wind takes me sometimes. And if, if you know, if I get to go to LA, I would love that. I've never lived outside of Vancouver for very long, um, if not ever, really. And then, uh, yeah, so at some point in time, I'd like to go down to Los Angeles, but you never know. I love the Have West you Coast. visited L.A. before? Oh, yeah. I've been down there numerous times. Okay. Okay. I got friends that um, live in Los Feliz and few other places. I don't know if I want you in L.A. without me because I, I definitely have a feeling that the fake boobs are going to just, like, draw you in and then I've lost you. There you go. You're well, gone. to be honest with you, I'm not a fan of – I mean, I'm not a big fan of the fakes. Um, so in all seriousness, I think every girl, sorry, gay men, he is straight. Um, I think every girl wants to know, what is your type? Or do you even have one? I don't really specifically have a type. Um, Mm -hmm. I just, I generally fall for great personalities. I do, you know, if someone said, yeah, I don't. I don't really think I specifically.
specifically have a type. Some of my friends will say I have a type, and they they might be able to label it a bit better than I do. But yeah, I'm in my mind, I don't uh-huh. think I have a type. Right. I just I'm just at a point now where you just, you know you just meet people and see how genuine they are and go from there. Who is your celebrity crush? Tom Hardy. <laughs> Hands down. Who? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Come on, you know Tom. Crush. Yeah. Hey, Tom that. Hardy is my celebrity crush. I did all this, and now you freaking like Tom Hardy. What the hell? Who would you choose? <laughs> oh, come on. I mean... Matt Damon, he's number one. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's I don't, been Matt number Damon's one. good, but yeah, I, I don't know. Tom I think Hardy's Tom Hardy's one of the most talented actors. He's okay, too, well. Have you seen The Revenant? Yep, we worked on The Revenant actually. You did? I wasn't not as an act, not as an actor, not as an actor. My other oh. job. Oh. We did some work for it, yeah. um, so just got to see some pretty cool stuff. But yeah, it's an amazing. I I, I like the I like the film. I think Leonardo DiCaprio did a great job. I think it's one of the most yeah. beautiful artistic films that I've seen in a long time for visual shots and and lighting and natural lighting. And it's just it, it was an amazing piece of art. Did we see the same film? Because I thought it was disgusting. <laughs> I was so grossed no, well, out by it. it was fair so fair enough. I don't know. Different perspective. Oh. Um, my stomach still hurts thinking about some of the things that Leonardo DiCaprio did in that movie. Um, so yeah, we're almost at spice, spice and the buffalo liver. Well, I you know. Ugh. That was the horse scene just did me in. I I can never unsee that. You know. Oh my God, gross. Um, <laughs> I'm I get chills thinking about it. Um. We're almost at the end of our half hour. What um, would you like to leave with? Any parting words or any words of wisdom for upcoming actors? Just follow your dreams, honestly, like no matter what they are um, in life. And don't let anybody tell you that you can't do something. I've always said, and this is a loose quote, is the only person that can tell you you can't do something is yourself, and who the hell are they to tell you what to do? So honestly, just... Run with it as an artist, as a person in general. Anything you want to do, life's too short. Just honestly, whatever drives you, stick with, be happy, and just enjoy life, and have fun. <laughs> I don't know; those are my parting words, I guess. I'm inspired and I by you every- and your trans and your transition, and and, and look what you're doing, hosting podcasts and everything. I'm, it's awesome. I think it's amazing and it's very inspiring. Thank you, babe. And uh, just to let everybody know, you can come from different backgrounds. You can have two-parent households. You can have one-parent household. You can still be well-adjusted, and it doesn't it, it doesn't matter. Look at this guy. He is insanely gorgeous, inside, out, and he's doing very well. So don't let anyone tell you that you can't do something because look at him. So I really appreciate that. Thank, thank you. You're welcome, and thank you for talking to me. Um, I'm glad I can at least get you for this short a time. But again, everybody, if you want to vote for him, um, globaldegree.tv, go to um, vote for contestants, go to continue, and look for Clayton James. And you can follow him on Twitter at 
Clayton Chitty. And then on Instagram, he's Clayton underscore Chitty. I learned that the hard way. He's <laughs> not the same on both. <laughs> yeah. So that other guy got <laughs> mad at me. Is there another guy? Oh, we're going to have to investigate this one. Yeah, there's another Clayton Chitty on Instagram, and he got really pissed off at me. I'm like, sorry, dude, I didn't know. So. Oh, it's okay. I'm going to send him a really lovely letter and, and defend you, defend my defend my love. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Watch out, people. He is so overprotective of me. It is hilarious seeing him and my actual straight boyfriend who lives a couple pounds away from me. Oh, those two fight like cats and dogs. It's hilarious. Well, they fight through me, which is hilarious. But um, I'm sure if they met each other, I don't. I don't know if you guys would like each other. Probably. I get along with a lot of people. Oh, I don't like hearing that. I want you to be jealous and pissed. But whatever. <laughs> All right, gorgeous. Thank you again for talking to me, and I hope you have an amazing day. You're welcome. I'll talk to you on multiple venues, I'm sure. But um, thanks, everyone, for listening tonight. And, um, again, go vote for Clayton. He needs it. He wants it more more importantly. Exactly. I want it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Night. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Good night. Thank you. Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk Radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea.